BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, and welcome back to the Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast, where Bill and Tyler used to talk about the anime. No, wait, what? We we used to talk about the manga, but now we're doing the anime, because, you know, reasons. But yes, hello, hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the Coordinates. And yes, I know it's been a long time. It's almost been a year, I think. A year, maybe. <laughs> but we never went away. Uh, we never intended to go away. But, um, but you know, Tyler? Tyler knows what he did. You know, Tyler? Yeah? I hope you feel bad about that. Do you feel bad about it, Tyler? Good. And, and man, like, you know, as long as the doctor got it out in the end, I'm happy for you, okay? But don't don't be putting that stuff on me, all right? None of it. Anyway, me and Tyler have made up now. And we've uh, settled our differences, which is good. And, yes, we have come back because Attack on Titan is back. And it is back for its final season of the anime so we've kind of we were actually at the point where the final season of the anime is now beginning so we kind of just thought let's just do some short episodes (laughs) we'll go back to the attack on titan podcast and the coordinate will be loved and celebrated by all podcasting people worldwide as one of the best attack on titan podcasts there ever was could would be or maybe not (laughs) uh anyway yes so Indeed, indeed, indeed. The final Attack on Titan podcast was released and I watched it via the wonderful app of Crunchyroll, although it is available elsewhere on, say, Funimation and some other places like that. And um, yeah, the episode was season four, episode 60, which to me, you know, that that's nonsensical. Okay, <laughs> I get the uh, I get the anime and TV show has kind of gone along with doing each episode chronologically, you know. And, you know, I assume the powers that be have kind of split it down into seasons, but it's just like, pff, what? <laughs> Episode 60 of season four? Man, I'm late to this party. Um, and it's called The Other Side of the Sea. And, oh, yes, first of all, uh, the opening credits. Like, uh, what? <laughs> they are so naff. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't impressed with some of the later seasons' opening music anyway. Like, it's the first season that has the banging opening music. It's so 
good. It's a bit like a band called Sabaton. And it's just like... And you just watch it and you're like, as soon as it's like... And you're like, yes, yes, yes. Smother that in me. Cover that honey-flavoured liquid all over my face and let the bees devour on my face. That is so, so good. And it even has something about birds and bees in it as well, which um, uh, has something to do with the people. Wow, oh, you know, the worst thing is people. I've been away for so long from Attack on Titan. I can't remember much. Uh, but I'm sure, Ty- I'm sure Tyler, Tyler, you remember everything about Attack on Titan, don't you? What, even that one bit with Mikasa? Okay, I, I know you love Captain Levi a lot, man, but come on, just just stop there, right? Stop, 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 right? So anyway, yes, <laughs> Attack on Titan. Uh, <laughs> season four, episode 60 the other side of the sea and it just basically takes us to the other side of what could be the fucking universe as i'm concerned and it has nothing to do with any any of the people that we've currently been watching and uh, reading about in manga <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so yeah there's no erin there's no mikasa you know none of that um there's just a bunch of kids in a war zone and this this does give this does breed a lot of feeling in me Okay, I find, you know, I'm not the sort of person who sort of gets all soppy over a lot of things, but I find what happened during kind of like the First World War and how that played out on the battlefields of France and Belgium uh, and places like that. And it's quite, I find it quite harrowing to think of what those poor men went through back in the day, uh, being in the trenches and just basically being thrown at machine gun fire over and over again. Um, it's quite. I, I find it quite a harrowing thing. So it's not not unusual. It's unusual for me to feel quite uh, emotionally affected by something. But when I see stuff like that, it does sort of it does get me a little bit in the back of the throat. You know, <clears throat> and that's exactly how this starts. There's a young boy lying on his back, looking at a bird flying through the sky, and then it kind of everything pans out slightly. And yeah, there's just gunfire everywhere. Someone runs over and picks him up, and it's this, uh, apparently the kid's called Falco and runs him back to the trenches boom bumps him in the trench <clears throat> so yeah this this kid uh who's um apparently called motherfucking falco yes the austrian rapper falco look it up people look it up so falco uh is looking a bit shell-shocked and we kind of we find out you know this is an attack by the um uh, malian empire who we learned about previously and they are attacking some fault to capture a harbour in some sort of war that's been going on for four years. There is not a lot of context given other than, hey, this is what's going on right fucking now. Um, and yeah, there's just four random kids in this army who are apparently all potential people to take over uh, one of the main Titan powers. Like one of them's there who thinks he's going to be able to take over the armoured Titan power if it's ever needed. And one of them wants to become the warrior Titan. Um, so... I'm kind of confused as to the timeline of this chronologically. It kind of feels to me like it should be in the past, but I'm not entirely sure that's correct. I'm not entirely sure. Now, Tyler did actually. Tyler did post some questions for me, okay? So um, he wanted me to ask some questions and to ask him some questions. So, Tyler, where the fuck is this thing set? Is this in the past or in the future? Ah, so one of the things he asked me is, what do I think of the intro? Uh, which I've, I've obviously already covered. It's total shite. 
Um, <clears throat> again, kind of, you get a lot of this sort of like almost, you know, World War One esque imagery going on, and it just seems to be lots of things shattering into dust. Um, and I don't really like the, the song that much, to be honest. I think it's pretty poor. <clears throat> two of the kids, uh, Gabby and Falco, as we learn, uh, they seem to be like the main two that we're being introduced to here. Um, Falco is such a weeb. Oh my god. He's just like, like what, man? Like, come on, grow a pair of balls. Um, I say that. He doesn't seem... Uh, that, that feels harsh, okay? He doesn't need to grow a pair of balls. Um, I don't know. He just seems like such a pussy, but he's not being a pussy. Do you know what I mean? Do you know when people are being pussies, but you just look at them and think, God, you're such a pussy. Um, I think I think Falco's a pussy. Not not the Austrian, not the Austrian rap star. That that guy's hench. But um, uh, yeah, this this particular Falco is a bit of a pussy. And Gabby's really annoying. She's a really self righteous know it all, and you know she does a really cool thing. So um, <clears throat> one of the things they're having problems with is that, again, you know they're they're stuck in this trench. They're going to get shelled to oblivion. And there's a machine gun nest just pinning them in. And there's also this armored train going around. And they really need to take out the armored train before they can move on with the next stage of the attack, which is this big air attack. And someone says, well, why don't we use these two titans we've got? And he's like, no, because they're too valuable. Um, this all goes to shit later anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, basically, titans are too valuable in comparison to, say, uh, 800 Elydian soldiers. I think it's Elydian. Uh, so, again, just to recap here what's going on. So, the Mali Empire rules Mali, <laughs> possibly some other places, and um, the Lydans, who are just another race of humans, but they seem to be indistinguishable via the anime. I can't tell the difference between a Malian and a, a Lydon. So all the Lydans seem like they're kids. Um, and uh, for some reason, whatever it is that makes an Lydon uh, makes them able to take on Titan powers. So they either become Titans or can use these extra abilities. But they are natural enemies of the Malians and the Malians like to sort of brainwash and train some of the children to take up the like the big Titan one of the big ten Titan powers that they have, um, uh, and fight on their side. It's all a bit you know weird. You just think you know these ten people who were originally not Malians but are being forced by Malians to drive the front lines of their wars. You think they all just turn around and go fuck this? Come on, this will turn into Titans. Let's fucking hop off. Uh, but they don't. They don't for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of I kind of like Gabby, even though she's a bit of a know-it-all. She she comes up with a very cool plan to just like um, uh, to take out the armored thing. So she just like strips off into her underpants, uh, walks out into the field with her hands up, you know, almost just doing a white flag. The two guards divil whether to shoot down a little girl. She collapses to the floor and then just waits for the train to go past and then throws a load of pipe bombs underneath it and it explodes and then she runs off. Um, and it's while this thing so she's taken out the arm she's done a good job she's taken out the arm and train and then for whatever reason they decide to release the titan and this titan has a great big face it's always got like this like, armored skull face mask uh for some reason it reminds me of indiana jones and temple of doom but i don't know why um <laughs> but yeah uh, one of the one of the questions tyler has for me is about um, this Titan. I think, yeah, he says, what do you think of the new Titans? The Cart and the Jaw Titan. Cart Titan? Cart Titan was in it before. Yeah, the Cart Titan was in it before. Although he was just like carrying around other Titans, I think, or the people controlling the Titans, the bad guys, like Zeke and all that, I think. 
<laughs> I can't remember. But yeah, we've definitely seen the cart time, Paul. But yeah, he was quite cool. He had a big like, metal face plate on and he had these like huge machine gun turrets on his back. He, he was quite cool. And yeah, the uh, the jaw titan, as he calls him, I didn't know he was called that, uh, was awesome. He was so quick, so fast, nimbling, dancing around, you know, side to side, up and down, just slashing soldiers. Once the machine gun nest was gone, that was it. He was out just, you know, plucking his little poor, his poor guys on his other side. Just like, fuck that, man. You know, fuck having like, you know, what's going on with the World War One sort of thing. And then having these huge fucking titans slashing you out of your trenches. Bollocks, mate. I'm home. I'm off. I'm off. See you later. I don't care about this world. This is scary as shit. Um, but yeah, there's some really good things that they do in this, though. Like, <clears throat> there's a bit where they're, before Gabby goes out with these uh, with these pipe bombs, uh, the soldiers are all being lined up and being told that, you're going over the trenches. And again, like I say, it evokes a lot of emotion in me, that going over the trenches thing. If anyone's seen the final season of Blackadder and you've seen that final episode, oh man. You know, Blackadder is one of my favourite comedy series ever, but the last episode of the last series is just, oh, man, it really gets you, really does. And yeah, you can see these trembling soldiers while the commander is basically barking at them, telling them they're going to be doing the right thing they're doing the best thing for the Malian Empire. They're going to go up. They're going to run a machine gun fire. Most of them aren't going to fucking survive. And they're all shit in their pants. And they do a really good well of showing the fear in the sh- in the soldiers. And it's, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed with the way they covered that in this situation. Um, but yeah, like I say, like we were discussing earlier about how oh, let's not use our Titans now to take out the machine gun turrets because they're very precious. If they get hit by a shell in the nape, they're fucked. Um whereas you know the cost of one huge titan versus the cost of 800 soldiers what would you do tyler would you kill the soldiers or would you kill the titans you'd send out an eight-year-old girl you monster you monster so anyway <laughs> bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So after this, we then get to see Reiner. And I think, is it Zeke? I think it's Zeke. Um, uh, yeah, it is. And in fact, um, Tyler says, when do you think we'll see uh, Erin and the other people we know other than Zeke and Reiner? So yeah, it was definitely Zeke and Reiner. They're on a plane 
and they kind of kick out a bunch of people who are like almost look like they're half transformed into titans and uh reiner does a big shout big big shout and they all suddenly turn into titans above this city and just drop they just drop down 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 bang into the city and it's kind of i think he says as well towards the end like you know only only probably like 40 percent of them survived <laughs> the, the initial impact and then they all got up uh, the ones that did survive got up and started terrorizing but this place is like designed to be able to take on titans they've got these huge cannons dotted around the walls on the outside banging away shooting them shooting them and then this is the point where reiner and zeke then well actually reiner first of all jumps off parachutes in uh he turns into the armored titan halfway midfall comes down now reiner does look a bit older here so again i'm very confused on the timeline he's got like this cool he's got a cool goatee going on so he's obviously a bit older so i'm now confused as to whether this is in the past or in the future so tyler i've already asked just once is this in the past or is this in the future or is this now is this happening somewhere out there just south of australia i bet it is i bet this is happening somewhere in australia i've seen mad max i've seen mad max i know what's going on i know i know what's going on you can't pull the wall over my eyes. So bang, Reiner. Big eyes. Armoured Titan starts smashing through the city. He loses an arm. He loses a leg. No, he doesn't lose a leg. He loses an arm. Things are getting a bit bit tetchy for him. Uh, but he, there's another armoured train on the inside of the city they didn't know about, which seems like really poor planning. Like Surely that's a very obvious thing that there's an armoured train on the inside of this city. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't know about it, so he's getting like shelled to bits, and he takes out the train, and then yep, Zeke comes out as the Beast Titan, you know, the big hairy mate one, one that can talk while it's in be- while it's in Titan form. Uh, he just picks up a bunch of shells, knocks down a wall, and then throws them at the boats. But the boats were waiting for this; they knew this was going to happen, so they fire upon him. And Reiner, almost in a self-sacrificial way, jumps in front of the Beast Titan, <laughs> takes takes the first couple of hits, and then. Beast Titan throws a load more shells and basically downs this entire entire navy in one shot. Um, yeah, the, the powers here and display of these Titans being organised as military weapons is terrifying. And that's kind of what this first episode is setting out to show you. It's just like, uh, I think they even say at the end, like, you know, we've taken this harbour, this has ended the four-year war, but we really need to get the founding titan which i think is the one that erin's dad took originally and i think erin may have it now or erin's dad still got it i'm i can't remember who's got it who 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 who's in control of the founding titan title wow i did not expect you to say donald trump but uh, that makes perfect sense now it really does um <laughs> Uh, and then yeah we get we basically get sort of like the close of the episode here saying you know we need to get the founding titans kind of turn our way towards that and then we get the next episode thing which apparently is going to be a big piss up on a train by the looks of it i'm looking forward to that i am i am i am uh so tyler are you looking forward to the big piss up on the train so just to sort of reiterate here tyler did ask me a couple of other questions he said how confused are you and i have to say i was very confused when i got to the end of the episode i i'm confused over timeline placings as to where this is going on whether it's past future or whatever um it's probably present <laughs> i'm probably just thinking too much into it but you know uh, don't know how reiner and zeke got to where they are but that's probably just uh, vindicative of me just not remembering fuck all about what's happened up until now um 
Um, e, uh, what do we say? What do we think about new titans? Do you like them? Do you remember there being a different jaw titan before? Interesting question. I vaguely remember a jaw titan at one point, but I feel like it might have been in one of like the funny little comics at the bottom of the manga that they used to do at the end of them. Um, I feel like I have seen a jaw titan, but I don't remember it well enough. Like it wasn't. It wasn't a surprise to me seeing this new Titan, as it was. And assuming he's a new reveal. I think we tried counting before how many Titans we've seen. <laughs> and we was always short one. Uh, but yeah, may- maybe it was Jaw Titan. But yeah, yeah that's an interesting one. Um, and how fucked is Zeke's ability and how he uses it? How fucked? Is that a typo? I don't know, he just picks up and throws things. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> I don't know. Um... Uh, and what do you think with Falco saying? Wasn't I just flying around with swords in my hands? God damn it, Tyler. Oh, I'm so glad you reminded me of that. So, when Ty, uh, so as I said, this the whole thing opens with Falco, not the Austrian rap star, little kid Falco. He's lying on his back. Bullets are flying around over his head. Someone comes out, rescues him, pulls him back into the trenches. And he's a bit concussed. And he says, wasn't I flying around with swords in my hands? And then Gabby pours water over his head and he kind of snaps back into his senses. I was honestly at that point fuming, thinking if they're going to make the last season of Attack on Titan about a fucking war happening somewhere else and the whole first three seasons was set inside motherfucking Falco, the Austrian rap star's head, while he was dreaming, being concussed from shell shock, I was fuming. I was fuming, but then I kind of calmed down a bit. I was like, I'm going to let it flow. I'm going to let it flow. And I let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. And it flowed. And then, yeah, the episode kind of took me away from that kind of thinking. But yeah, bonkers. It makes me kind of think that... um, I think they said that he was a possible candidate for the warrior titan, which I believe is the one that Eren is holding. And we know that Eren has seen... And uh, he can see things from past warrior titans. And I think we've also had moments where he's seen stuff from future warrior titans. So I'm wondering if there is some sort of inter dimensional mathematically impossible unbelievable psychical link between every single person who's ever going to hold the warrior titan in its head and so suddenly he's like visiting everything erin's going on while he's slightly concussed and out of it that's what i think tyler that's what i think tyler i think there's some mysterious x-files shit going on here Mulder and scully better be aware all right um and i think that's the last one <laughs> yeah uh, so i don't think it'll be too long till we get back to our main cast i reckon we'll probably have two maybe three more episodes of this sort of like new group of people and their uh quest for the titan abilities as it was um and you know a bit more expansion on the law of marley because marley was kind of dropped on us like a bomb at one point and then we've only really seen kind of the storylines of a couple of people from marley uh so yeah yeah they're probably just trying to you know expand on that a bit i imagine but yeah that's it from me uh i'm gonna hopefully not be eaten by troy so yeah that's another thing we found out troy troy is an elidian because he he is a titan yeah he transformed into a tri into a titan which means that tyler must be our malian overlords and that must mean that i'm i'm the founder of titan does that make me donald trump i don't think so i don't want to be donald trump I don't know where I'm going with that, Tyler. Anyway, uh, that's a Merry Christmas from me and a Merry Christmas from him and a Merry Christmas from uh, 
uh, Twitter Troy Triton. Anyway, guys, this has been The Coordinate. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And uh, yeah, I hope you continue to um, listen along. You know, it's going to be a bit shorter. It's going to be a bit longer. It's going to be a bit harder. And it's going to be a bit softer. We don't know, Ray. We don't know what's inside of Titan. They're all soft and squishy and they haven't got any privates. It's all a bit strange. So we'll see you next time on The Coordinate. sneeze (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna love that Tyler too young for this trek the final frontier these are the voyages of MC Troy and Eric their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes to seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise to boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. You can listen to these goobers talk about Star Trek by searching for Too Young for This Trek or by visiting probablywork.com. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.